0: welcome welcome to split the screen episode is it 31 now
1: i don't know you're counting
0: oh i don't know i wasn't well i thought you were counting Wait, You're I'm, the maths I'm, guy. oh i'm really not uh <laughs> welcome to split the screen this is uh, an episode of split the screen and the number of this episode is number 30 i was right see oh. perfect Lovely. and uh yeah i'm your host ben ostwick aka biggest Benis and i'm joined as always by the one, the only, the person that puts the ed into Where are you going with this? I don't know. I couldn't think of any let's other just, word that begins with Ed other than edible so and I can't put I can't <laughs> say that. How are you doing edible ed? That's n- let's not make this. <laughs> this isn't awkward. <laughs> How are you doing?
1: I am doing uh quite well thank you it's been uh it's been a busy week we've got lots of news to go through today uh mm. it's been a busy week but uh my week is done now <gasps> i have a long weekend so i'm mm-hmm. excited to get some
0: sleep so what are you going to do all weekend just sleep yeah exactly sounds good sounds good um but yeah so uh well we're we're gonna be joined by Guess in just a second but we do have a, an announcement don't we oh yes <laughs> yeah. what do we what do we do <laughs> so um my streams in future, going forward on Thursdays where we do the podcast, they're actually going to start later. Um, so I'm going to be starting around about 5 p.m. Uh, do a little bit of marbles as I normally do. Play, you know, a little just chatting, whatnot, whatnot. Do the podcast. And then after the podcast is going to be the split screen duo screen. Screen? Duo stream. So yes. we're going to have a weekly duo stream after the podcast uh, in future. So we can finally finish. It takes two. Oh, we're gonna find. I, I'm really enjoying it. And it it is something different each time we seem to play with like the different levels, so it just feels like something fresh. Uh, yeah,
1: it's easy to jump in and out, but we we will find some interesting co op games, or maybe not even co op games. Maybe we'll get competitive.
0: Oh god, like what? Well, I
1: will get competitive. Yeah. scream, and then we'll never do it again.
0: Like Mario Party, that would be a good one. Oh god. Yeah, I mean, we can also we can also you know bring in other people as well if they're uh, if they're playing. It doesn't have to be just us. Of course, exactly. All right, could have a three-way, just like we're having today. We... Um, <laughs> yeah. So, let's introduce today's guest. In fact, Ed, I'll let you introduce our guest, which are the journalist. Well,
1: we have another wonderful streamer today who has excellent tasting games, which we're going to hear all about, and is going to be our resident Pokemon expert for the day. Oh.
2: It's all to Live up to hello, hello. <laughs> it's, it me. I'm Erenus,
0: our resident. Bye. Pokédex.
2: Uh, Pokédex? Wow. <laughs> I tried no, that's to a make different a, game, I think.
0: Yeah, Pokédex. You know, like Pokédex? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you get it? I think. <laughs> Not the, just that insult. I got it, we got, we got it, Ed. The, yeah.
0: <laughs> well, um, yeah, what welcome, Erinus. Welcome to Split the Screen.
2: Thank you so much for having me. It's, it's good to be here.
0: Ed, I'll, Ed's got some questions for you, being the journalist that he is.
2: You always
1: do this. It makes it seem like some formal interview. I'm it like, is. It, it's just a chat. Like, who are it's you? Liter- how are I you? literally
0: see here questions for Erinus and then six questions.
1: It's... That's actually five. But okay. well, it's,
0: <laughs> it does say when slash where, which may be two different questions. Sure. Well,
1: tell us about your stream. Like, how long have you been streaming? And why did you first start?
2: Sure. Uh, so... I run Erina's TV. Um, You may have previously known it as Erina's Shotlock before the divorce. Mm. Um, I play a lot of Pokemon, so much Pokemon. Like Pokemon Nuzlocke are really like the main thing that I do, um, except when there's a big Pokemon launch happening and then I just play the game normally. Uh, But otherwise, uh, a lot of Metroidvania, a lot of RPGs, JRPGs. Um, I like role-playing. That's what I like doing. I like role-playing, so there's a lot of that. Uh, I started streaming, uh, like everyone else, uh, in 2020, (laughs) Um, pandemic hit, Uh, I had a lot of friends in in like scattered friend groups that liked gaming, Um, so I was like, right, I'm going to force them all to talk to each other, so I'm just going to stream, and that's kind of where it started, and now uh, I stream four or five days a week, I get screamed at by people because I'm really bad at games.
0: Oh yeah, Uh, what happened today? (laughs)
2: Uh, just like I played Hollow Knight, and if anyone has ever streamed Hollow Knight, you'll know that it just invites all of the backseaters all of the time. Uh, and it's like I—I I am a very calm person, um, but today was maybe like the first inkling of me not being calm <laughs> because <laughs> you of a lose your shit on stream. I didn't lose my shit, but okay. I was definitely—I got spicy, and I don't Ooh. get spicy. I just ban people. <laughs> like I don't—I don't normally engage. I'm just like you're annoying. Bye. But today, like I i actually screamed at someone. Because uh, it was their first, it was their first message in chat, and it was like, "Go here, do this." Oh. Um, and I literally just like hit the ban button. and was like, "Stop backseating! Shut up! This is so <laughs> annoying!" Um, and it's like, it's very uncommon that that happens. Um, it's, Remember your fact, stream
1: etiquette, everyone.
2: Yeah, um, yes. there's. I ha- you could do exclamation mark etiquette, and there's a great link from Cipher of Tear. Yeah, just do it. <laughs> like,
0: uh, it, yeah, it really. It is—it's infuriating when people do that. Go here. Mm. It's like, yeah. Oh, how did you know how to go there? Did somebody tell you, or did you find it yourself? Like the way I'm wanting mm. to do it. Yeah, it just drives me insane yeah. when people do that.
2: And I'd already three times done the done the whole, You know, like I like to learn things myself, and I kind of I want to experience this the way that I want to experience it. And you know, like I appreciate that you're trying to help, but I don't actually want any help. And then by the fourth one, I was like, no, get out! I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go away. I'm done. <sighs>
0: Um, um,
1: you mentioned Nuzlocks there, um, yes. I think most people in chat probably know what they are but briefly <laughs> what are they but also more interestingly why are they so popular on Twitch because I feel like whenever anyone plays Pokemon or a new one comes out everyone's like right gonna Nuzlocke that why mm-hmm. Why is that popular?
2: So in terms of what they are for anyone who doesn't know very briefly um, it's effectively you play the Pokemon game as per normal with a few extra rules So you can only catch the first Pokemon on the route that you get to, uh, or the first Pokemon that you get on a route that you encounter, and you can, uh, when a Pokemon faints, you have to release it. Um, So it adds kind of a roguelite element to the game in the sense of, you hit zero hit points, that Pokemon is gone. and this is something that's been going on for years. That like it spawned from like a comic series, uh, which is actually really problematic. Don't go and read it, please. <laughs> um, I'm
0: definitely going to read that now.
2: <laughs> yeah, and uh, it, it's so loved because like Pokemon games have been getting really easy. Like, and, and this is in general a good thing because they are games aimed at like three to seven year olds, um, which people often forget. Yeah. Um, and so accessibility is like the most important thing in Pokemon games. Um, But doing the Nuzlocke Challenge is a way for more experienced, a.k.a. old
0: gamers, (laughs) to like... The type that spend thousands on Pokemon cards so kids can't open them, those type of people. Yeah,
2: those those sorts of people. (laughs) Um, The the capital-G gamers. Yeah. (laughs) Um but no, it, it's so that look, more experienced fans can play through the game with an element of challenge.
0: And I've got a um, question for you later, and I know I'm gonna forget, so yeah. I'm gonna say it now so Ed can remind me later when I obviously forget. I wanna know we'll what to are ch- your your ideas are for a Nuzlocke with the new Pokemon because I I it's different. So I'm really intrigued mm. at how people could uh, do a Nuzlocke with that. Yeah. Um we'll get can, there, I, we'll get yeah. there. W- when we get there, I've got loads of ideas. Right, so. I'm gonna add this to the <laughs> questions. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'd you... next question. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you have a very inclusive community uh, on Twitch. How, how have you grown that and how do you maintain such an inclusive vibe?
2: For me, I just learned really quickly to just have absolutely no nonsense when it comes to people that aren't inclusive. Like if if there's sort of like borderline language or, you know, those people that, that can be like, kind of like edgy humour it's mm-hmm. just like, it's not welcome. Like, it, it's just, it's just not welcome. And it's like, people get one chance. Um, and it, like, one chance you, if they if they mess up again, it's like, right, well, this is a pattern of behaviour, so goodbye. Um, yeah. But in general, it, it's been really important throughout the pandemic to just like have queer space, I think, because we, we lost so much like physical queer space over the pandemic because everyone was kind of forced inside. Um, So for me, it was just always here's a place that is clearly signposted as like an inclusive, non-judgmental, apart from of my gameplay skills, uh, non-judgmental space. uh, If they judge, they get banned. Well, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm actually a really toxic streamer. and uh, (laughs) Um, So like growing it is, I I haven't like tried really hard to grow it. And that sounds really like... um, Community. (laughs) 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 but i I just i I just mean that i don't put a lot of energy into like advertising on other platforms because the thing that i like doing is streaming um so for me it's just been like curating the rules of my community to say these are the things that are are not okay and just like very clearly signposted unacceptable behavior and that's just been the way that i've dealt with it um and it's hopefully created a space where people feel comfortable
1: yeah, I guess you want to set those boundaries, but also when it's smaller, mm. it's a little bit more intimate, and it's easier yeah. to to maintain that that yeah those boundaries exactly
2: exactly yeah. Um, and it's like I I immediately I was like when I started these are my boundaries, um, and it's been I've had to maintain like I've had to like maintain and enforce them less and less because the expectation just kind of it it, it becomes quite innate just with other people in chat saying sorry that like I'm not comfortable with this, can you? back off or whatever so it it, it started from me and now it, it, it's like very much instilled in the community um, so that's really and that was really important to me that it wasn't just a space for me
0: i think yeah. a couple of your mods are in the chat as well and, and guessing they 100 know your vibe as well and they can get they get on it as quickly well before you even yeah. notice it
2: yeah exactly yeah. usually before i notice it yeah usually before i notice it it's, yeah it's two of my mods and in it. chat right now <laughs> and lastly
1: what is your favorite ever game
2: This is a really tough question, Um, (laughs) but I guess, do you know what, it has to be Bayonetta 2. Like, Bayonetta 2 has to be Mm. all-time favourite video game, just because it does not take itself seriously. It's absolutely hilarious, and when it comes to games with high-octane action, uh, like, combat, it's unmatched, like, genuinely just, like, the fluidity of the way it plays and just how satisfying it feels to... Summon a giant, giant booby lady and, and get her to punch a hole through something. Like it just exactly. is incredible. Like it's perfection in a video game. <laughs> I'm going to be playing. Right?
0: I'm playing that the well. I'm playing Bayonetta one, and well, I'm going to play uh start playing it the week after next. Because next week I'm going to try and finish Horizon Zero Dawn, which I'm currently doing a, a new playthrough on. And then mm. the week after is it's the week before Horizon. So, like Monday mm. to Thursday, I'm gonna well Monday to Wednesday. Oh, it'll just have to be Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday that I play it. Looking at like my schedule, but I probably might be able to get through one. Mm. One is longer, longer.
2: too, but yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, I will make sure to tune in for that when I can because <laughs> watching people play Bayonetta and Bayonetta Two for the first time is one of my favorite hobbies. Just because you yeah. can't prepare someone for Bayonetta. Like you just have to let them experience it. <laughs>
1: you, you think it's going to be like a wild ride and then it's actually way up here somewhere. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. I, I love a weird and wonderful game. I'm still mm. in love, absolutely in love with Nier Automata. Like the more time goes on since playing that, the weird mm. and wonderful and wacky stuff in that game just makes me like love it even more. want to play it even well, more. Well, if
2: you, if you got on well with Nier, then you'll get on well with Bayonetta because it's the same devs that did the combat.
0: Oh, perfect. Yeah. Um, yeah the combat was fun
2: yeah yeah just
1: with Uh, more more boobies and more stepping on people
0: uh that's your thing different boobies
2: (laughs) 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 more stepping but different boobs there's (laughs) just as much boobage in (laughs) in there i think
0: yeah although i did i played oh i literally played like the first not even the first level or whatever it is like the first half an hour of bayonetta on switch i think it was bayonetta one yeah and uh i had my link outfit and i was like it's both sexy and covered up at the same time. Like it was I was slightly uneasy uh, when she was yeah. wearing that. <laughs> uh, but anyway, awesome. let's let's go on to what's been splitting time. Does that work? No, Yeah, kind of. Ed, what has been splitting your time this week?
1: Um, a couple of games. Um, I think you have both been playing more than I have. Um, I have started yesterday a little game called Pokemon Legends Arceus. I um, haven't but... heard of it. Yeah, I
0: don't, I know I think, that... <laughs> I've heard of and I've never heard of Arceus.
1: <laughs> I refuse to say Arceus. I just, I can't.
0: Yeah. But Apparently people said that two promotional videos had it pronounced two different ways. So. Great. Yeah.
1: Arceus, <laughs> Arceus, Arceus Dimitrescu, Dimitrescu, who knows? Yeah. Um, but you have both finished it and I've literally played about two hours. <laughs> so I'm going to let you both talk about that. But I'm enjoying it. Um, the other game that I've been playing this week is Uncharted Lost Legacy, um, which uh-huh. just got its PS5 upgrade last week, um, along with Uncharted 4. Um, Uncharted 4 I played when it came out, and I couldn't be bothered to play through it again. But Lost Legacy I've been meaning to play for so long. And the fact that for 10 quid you get an upgrade of both games, even if you only own one of them, mm. is amazing. So finally I can get through Lost Legacy. Um it is literally the Miles Morales of the Uncharted series. Yes. It is. Oh, wow. It's like, it's much in, in the sense that it's much shorter, but also mm. it's much more interesting. You're playing as Chloe and Nadine, who are just way more interesting than Nathan Drake, as much as we all appreciate a bubble butt. Um, <laughs> and I mean, come on. But
0: it's true. Yeah. Like Nathan Drake is the Peter Parker of that genre. Yeah. like
1: boring chloe and nadine are just so much more interesting watching their quips with each other as their relationship grows is really really nice to watch um and it's it feels quite sort of full circle in that i feel like it feels much more tomb raidery which is partly just because you're playing as a woman but also it's more there are more tombs and you are doing more puzzles um, it's a little bit less action-focused, which I really like. So it feels a little bit more Tomb Raider-y, which is obviously sort of an inspiration on Uncharted in the first place. And it's also also interesting playing it now, um, after The Last of Us and before The Last of Us Part Two, and you can kind of see how things have progressed with those games. Mm. Um, there are certain things in The Last of Us Part Two, like in terms of controls that I really wish this had, like getting in and out of cover just isn't quite as smooth and like stealth isn't quite as good. Um, But it's also still an improvement on Uncharted four. So it's a nice little segue. Um, But I'm really enjoying it. It's just, it's good to play some Uncharted again. It's just, it's a silly action film and you can't take it too seriously. And it's just, it's just good fun. So I'm having a great time. I haven't finished it yet, but I'm probably halfway through, I reckon.
0: Yeah. I remember being a bit like Miles Morales, quite a short one, but just really enjoyable. And Mm -hmm. I wonder what, a lot of people said that they were testing certain things because there's like a little mini open world area. It um, is. And people are like, oh, maybe they're testing it out for future Uncharted games. And, well, they haven't released any since then. So I <laughs> no. <laughs> guess not.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. They will bring it back. But yeah, yeah there's a chapter where... Because the whole... The whole thing of uncharted really is that it's very linear and it's it's like an action film and it allows them to control it a lot more and i personally really like that i don't think every game has to be open world um which is definitely a trend in the last decade i guess um and sometimes you just want to focus on a really good linear story and i'm fine with that but there's one chapter where it opens up a little bit and there are sort of three things you need to do and you can do them in any order and just explore this world, but it's still quite contained. So it doesn't feel overwhelming, which is really nice. So it's a nice little test of that, but I hope that in future it does stick with, uh, with the more linear vibe. I agree.
0: Yeah. Something, something like that. Yeah. Where you can choose which order to do them in, but you don't have like a multitude of mini of side quests that you can get completely lost and like, 'Cause that's that's the thing about Uncharted is it just kind of draws you in and you just constant it's like a roller coaster ride going directly to the end. Okay, if it takes a few turns and stuff like that, great. But you're not wanting to go and gather, you know, fifteen herbs for some random person that's fallen over at the side of a road. You don't like that kind of stuff is just kind of, <laughs> not the wind out of its sails. You want to go and like power through. Cause that's yeah. the thing. Like at the end of Uncharted Lost Legacy, I remember I remember like the credits rolled and I was like that was the best game I've ever played in my life, <laughs> and then like the next day I'm like, okay, maybe it wasn't, but it was still like really such a strong impact that at the end of it you just blown away and been like, wow, that was incredible. And, uh,
1: and there's, uh, as as Moni said in chat, they've got the movie coming up as well, so that's clearly why this is released just in time for that. Um, yes. And I mean, the movie looks terrible. Tom Holland is not no. It has Drake. Tom Holland. He's so a child.
0: It has, he's not a child. He is in <laughs> he's in his not late. Not a child. He's in he his late twenties. And he is the only reason I would go and see that.
2: <laughs> I think they're banking on that, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> yeah. I think.
1: And I think from the trailers, I think there's an actress in it who's meant to be Chloe. And I think I've seen about five seconds of her in the like 10 trailers that have been out. I'm like, come on, mm-hmm. just show the other characters. He's got Spider-Man in it. Oh, no one cares about him. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway, speaking of Herb's at the side of the road, Ben, you've started playing Horizon.
0: <laughs> yeah I, yeah just quickly about horizon i've been i've literally just started it today so i just could not be asked uh to bring a ps5 downstairs because i wanted to play ahead of the new horizon this is zero dawn i'm playing um ahead of the new release that she's out in i think two weeks tomorrow so i was like you know what i can't remember anything about the story i'll literally go to the cinema and walk out and forget the movie like by the time i've got out the building so I like, yeah no chance of me remembering anything about horizon so yeah, I was like, oh, I can't be bothered bringing it down, even though there is the PS5 upgrade, which is weird because I've upgraded. Well, I've got the, I played on PS5, I downloaded it, and it it's a weird thing because you go into the graphic settings, you're like, okay, I'm guessing I click on some kind of mode, and it just says performance mode unavailable. But I think that just means that there's no choice. You've got both. You've got 60 frames per second and 4K or something. I'm guessing. I just found that a bit weird and a bit confusing. I don't know why they can't adjust the settings or whatever. But anyway.
1: Just just on that quickly, because on Uncharted, there are other different performance modes for the PS5. Okay. And I'm blaming you for the fact that I have now become a Faps Per Second whore.
0: Yeah, you were, you were...
1: I put it on 30 frames a second and thought, this looks nice, and moved the camera and was like, whoa, now I feel sick. <laughs> and then put it on yeah. 60 and was like,
2: finally, this is playable. <laughs> it's when- hard to go back. It's hard to go back when you've been playing yeah. stuff at 60 frames per second because I did this with Demon Souls on the PS5. Mm, right. I started it on the fir- on the f- fidelity mode or whatever it's called, the 30 frames per second, everything looks like you could reach out and touch it um and then i switched to performance and i was like yeah this is how i'm playing the game
0: yeah like when you because especially a fast paced game like that you want to turn the camera and be able to focus on things as you're turning the camera mm-hmm. if when you're turning it it's just like a a, a mind fuck <laughs> and it kind of you your everything's blurry and you can't really focus on it because it's yeah that i can't do it. and i think that's the reason i honestly think that's the one of the reasons why i wasn't a massive fan of horizon the first time it came out there are two things the frame rate was thirty, even though you're and you're really close to Aloy. Um, so the mm. camera's really close. She's off to one side, like cool games are nowadays. So she's like slightly off to one side. It's really zoomed in and then you're you're battling all these things that have got sparks flying out. There's you know, liquid shooting everywhere. Um, like, you know, you're killing these monsters and they're jumping around and all sorts and it just yeah. I just didn't like it at all. Um, in like that kind of when you're when you're having such a big uh Oh, like a really fast-paced battle, but this one, um, yeah. So what I did is I, I tried it on the PS5, and I was like, okay, this is nice. And I was gonna play through the the liquids from the machines because I I just had it in my head. I was shooting the like the tanks on their back today, and liquid was going everywhere.
2: Wow. wow. <sighs> well, I mean, it's not technically incorrect. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and then I, but I was playing it. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. So I played a little bit on the PS5, and I wanted to do. I was like, I'll do a new game plus. Because I remember New Game Plus, I don't, I think it, you keep your level, you keep all the things you've unlocked, but if you play it on easy, it's still the same easy as it was the first playthrough, so you're just completely trouncing through everything, but it it starts it like an hour into the game, um, and I didn't, like, it doesn't, it skips the whole baby Aloy part, Good. It's yeah. it skips, <laughs> it skips the, um, yeah, it skips a bunch of things, um, and, yeah, so I just was like, you know what, I don't really want to play like that and skip that part out. Um I'd rather just play it fresh. And I was like, you know what? I like 60 FPS, but what I like more is like 144 FPS. And I've got a monitor (laughs) for that. So I went and um checked how much it was online because I was like if it's 30 pounds, I could be tempted. Um and it was 15 on no it was 20 on Steam. And then I found out Epic had like a special coupon. So I got it for 12 quid. Which wow. is, uh, I was like, okay, it's well, worth twelve quid. It's twelve yeah. quid to not have to bother bringing the PS5 down from uh, up in my room and bringing it all the way and connecting it each time. So
1: twelve quid for laziness.
0: Twelve quid for laziness. And, and what do you um, think of the game? It's stunning. <laughs> okay, it's gorgeous. Play, I'm so glad as well that I'm playing on PC because a, um, it's I mean it's it's, it's stunning. <laughs> the frame rate is unlimited, and also um, there's a field of view slider, which I've only adjusted it a little bit. So it's from 60 degrees or whatever it is, I've increased it to 70. And I don't know why, but it's just making me enjoy playing that so much more. Um, so like the two things that, well, there were three things I had problems with really. Um, one of them's not, it doesn't make any difference, but the first one, yeah, frame rate is no longer 30. It's now uncapped and I've got a 3080. So it like, plays like butter. Um, 3080. It, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a big dick as well. And uh <laughs> and the (laughs) second one was um yeah well yeah so frame rate the second one was like having it i was either it was either that or bring the camera back a bit um but you can't do that so the field of view increase helps so much more um but the other one that i didn't like was the controlling your mount and i've just unlocked mount riding and it's still horrible to play (laughs) yeah it's like you have unlocked a thing where I can pick things up as I go past them, like loot things when I go past them. But it's also the same button as get off the mount. So if you're not hitting it the second you go past it, or it suddenly glitches slightly, you can just get off your horse. And then it's like, "Oh fucking, I got to get back on." Ignore there.
1: the herbs. Ignore the herbs. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I'm playing it on story mode, so I don't need any herbs or anything like that. Exactly. You'll yeah, I'm, I'm currently putting my ability points in, and it's like you can double the medicinal pouch. I'm like, <laughs> I don't need that. Like <laughs> I'm playing this on. Such, i'm at level i was level 8 doing a level 12 quest and just like not even losing a tenth of my health when fighting things so um yeah it's a, it's a really good it's a beautiful game it's even more stunning on pc i dare say um but like a lot of the moments at the beginning of that game are trying to get the effect and the the feel and the mood and it's a bit of like a visual showcase and it looks it looked great on playstation 4 to be honest and it just looks even better now
2: yeah it's one of those games it had no business looking as good as it did when it was released Mm
0: -hmm. um
2: because it was just like well my my day one ps4 ran it like a potato like i didn't think it was going to survive so (laughs) it it, it, i was the full-on like 10 frames per second you know dying to the frustrating (laughs) camera so did you um, a lot of sorry
0: no do you ever play the witcher 3 on your day one ps4 because that thing sounded like it was about to take off Yeah, I did. I
1: played um, The Last of Us Part Two on a day one PS4 and I thought that was going to explode. I had to play it
2: with headphones because I couldn't mm. hear the TV over the time of it whirring. 14 is <laughs> yeah, the
0: same with that. Mm.
2: That yeah, that's what my PS4 was like with Horizon. Yeah. It was just like, I might survive this game.
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. I Even... am
1: intrigued to see with the new one like the difference between PS4 and PS5. And I mm. don't know if it is just frame rate or if there is a noticeable difference in graphical quality because what they've shown a PS4 still looks great but i really want a big step up from the PS5 version to warrant buying that
2: it would also be really interesting to know like what version of PS4 PS4 sorry they are showing
1: oh, cuz if pro, it's a pro absolutely. like
2: yeah it's going to look good but on on the old day one thing is this going to be another cyberpunk situation because mm. it's, it it feels like it's been developed for PS5 and then pulled yep. back which is exactly what was done with cyberpunk yeah, and we're getting into that like weird crossover period now, and games are going to start to run like garbage on the base model. I, well, I mean, Horizon in 2017 didn't run well. Yeah, on the base model, so I can't I mean, imagine that.
0: The yeah, I'm, I'm also. In, I'm also intrigued to see how much of an upgrade it is from the original one. So now I've been playing the original one on PC. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be really. It'll be really interesting to see the new one on the PS5, Uh because obviously the frame rate, whatever's going to be the same but i'm going to be like is there a is there a big upgrade in the actual game itself you know do the characters are the mouths moving better have they improved on lots of things or is it pretty much just a copy and paste with a new story i'm intrigued to see well they've repeated mm-hmm. half of the animations oh, oh right. can Ed so can we dying. cancel Ed. can we get someone, clip, someone clip that and we'll... which i'm
1: glad they did because <laughs> then it allows them to focus on new things yeah. Yeah.
0: Like facial animations. Cause yeah, at the moment it's
2: Yeah, sort out of that lip syncing.
0: <laughs> it's like that, yeah.
2: Oh, it's bad, isn't it? Worse than yeah. drag race. Oh. But actually it's gonna be a really bad game because Aloy doesn't actually wear any makeup. So um she's just and just her being ugly makes the game unplayable. Of course. The
0: cheeks are too big.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely unrealistic. Have you ever seen a woman?
0: Yeah. <laughs> With cheeks. <laughs> Women don't have yes. cheeks. <laughs> the child was the the worst one in the first one though. That was uh, she grew yeah. into that chin. <laughs> how dare she look angry yeah i know the yeah. but i mean we have been playing mainly another game well all three of us pokemon, pokemon. Yes. RCS. and i say RCS. i do as well. i think that's correct it's yeah. because we finished it we know it we're a proper i only oh, just started playing I'll, it yesterday I'll sit back. fine yeah <laughs> we haven't even played it Um, everyone else what do you think of it because you're a big what tell us your history with pokemon
2: pokemon is like was like my first game so like my my earliest memory of gaming is getting a game boy like the og green and black screen game boys for christmas uh and getting pokemon red and blue version so like my pokemon is like formative to my whole life like they're the only games that i've played every time there's been a release um so it's 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 really weird for me Legends Arceus captured that feeling I had when I was two and playing Pokemon Red for the first time and being like, oh my God, it's so big. Um, like genuinely, it, it's like a sense of wonder that I didn't think the Pokemon franchise had in it. It's been absolutely incredible. Like absolutely incredible.
0: Yeah, that was one of my first as well. I had a, I had a black Pokemon... No, it was a black Game Boy Pocket. And it was amazing. Uh, okay. I had like a little purple writing on it. It was so cool. Hmm. And yeah, I like- had...
2: I had the OG Game Boy, and then I had the, like, Pikachu Game Boy colour. So it was, oh, like, nice. I think it was, like, blue on one side and yellow on the back, I think. Mm.
1: I had the Cardin. transparent Game Boy Pocket. I hope oh, you still got it, because yeah.
0: I bet it's worth a lot.
1: I do still have it. However, the screen, part of the screen fell off, I think. So my dad super <laughs> oh. glued it back on, but the glue dried <laughs> opaque oh, no. and covered half the screen. So you can't really use it anymore.
0: So it looks oh, like a, a bit of a mess, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, no, those. This is the first Pokemon I finished since Red. <laughs> like, I've not finished. That's the. There are only two Pokemon games, and I played pretty much all of them for varying degrees of time, except for Black and White. I never did got those. Um, but yeah, like Red was the last one I saw credits on, and <laughs> the first one, or Blue. I think I had Blue. Oh, but yeah, what do you um, what did you think when you first played it? Then, what were your initial thoughts?
2: I was genuinely in awe. Like, jet, like, genuinely, I was screaming, like, genuinely screaming, like a two-year-old, uh, as I was like walking through the first area, being like, "Oh my god!" Because even like the, like the the opening is like a Studio Ghibli film, like, and the whole like pulled from your world and placed in another world, like it is, yeah. Like, same I, as I the, was just like,
0: same as Rabbits, Mario versus Rabbids. The <laughs> I same haven't intro. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: no, I haven't, haven't played that, unfortunately. Absolutely. But yeah, no, it was, yeah, I just like i i was i was in awe from like the second i started playing pokemon until the second i finished the story but like, it's just on a scale that i never thought was possible for Pokemon. which starter did you pick uh the only correct choice which is cinder
0: oh same no I, I, I picked choice. the light bulb osha what because oh, no, i looked like an, no. a light bulb
2: but. i just
1: always go with fire just yeah. standard always fire
0: i normally do it-
2: it was a tough choice because I love like Rowlet Rowlett's Final Evolution is one of my favorite one of my favourite lines from the starters. But I was JK like, no, is best. No, 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 ruined forever. <laughs> Never mind.
0: <laughs> wow. Oh God. Uh, Why should I agree to this again? Let's <laughs> <laughs> have to ruin it for those Rowlet fans. Yeah.
1: So the big the big thing online with this has obviously been the graphics <laughs> and mm-hmm. um whether they're good or not, if it even matters. Having finished it, does it get any better than the beginning?
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> no that, that's a, a, kind of, but it, it's a, it's one of those things for me where visuals don't matter. Like the, the game, the game is about the mechanics and, and and the way combat works and the way the exploration and and catching Pokemon and stuff works. So I don't I don't care about graphics. I don't think good graphics makes a good game, and I don't think bad graphics makes a bad game. I think they they could influence things in in a direction, but they yeah. like we've all we've all seen godfall right that game is stunning and oh i hated that i played i got it for
0: free and i hated it okay same did you play it i played
2: between me and my partner we played about 15 minutes and then it was just like okay i'm gonna uninstall this now
0: (laughs) i played an hour because i was like oh it's ps5 i'll play that and like literally i hurt my finger because all you're doing is like pulling this the trigger with the haptic feedback just constantly 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 and i'm like i'm getting my fingers get such a workout uh,
2: it's I, the only game I've ever seen that was rated naught out of 10 by someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just because the game did nothing new. Absolutely nothing mm. whatsoever. Just, you
1: know, there uh, are moments when uh, Arceus does look quite nice. And mm. I feel like what it does have is a decent lighting system. Mm. So yes. that yeah. actually, things like the sunsets and things light yes. the world in a nice way. Mm. It's just some of the textures are a bit grubby. But the thing that I've noticed even just from the first couple of hours is just throwing Pokeballs is really fun. Mm -hmm. like just using the trigger and releasing it to throw balls out all over the place um it's that in itself is just a fun mechanic Mm -hmm. and it seems to be revolving around that a lot and i like i like battling out in the worlds rather than going to another screen until two pokemon uh until two pokemon creep up on you and then you realize you've got to fight both at once yeah
0: yeah Actual that's fear. Not fun. Mm. Actual fear. And I like that you could. I mean, obviously, you do have to battle them, but I like that if you're very much a person that doesn't particularly want to battle, you can still get plenty of Pokemon. I actually caught one that was like ten levels higher than. I think, I think you can catch up to your rank, and then after that, it becomes almost impossible to catch them. Uh, like if the rank you can control up to, for example, level fifty. If you try and go after one that's fifty-five, you might not be able to. But even if the majority of the Pokemon that you've got are like level. 30 but you've got the rank for 50 you can catch a 49 with just a Pokeball and that's what I did once because mm. uh, yeah I caught one that was like 10 levels higher than any of the other Pokemon that I've got and I'm like okay that's an interesting way to kind of level up because you you do level up with these ranks so you get like um the, there are 10 ranks and each rank will allow you to control Pokemon up to a certain level Um, and sometimes there's a bit of a barrier because you can only progress to the next area if you're a certain rank um, but it seems it's quite generous and it doesn't take that long. Mm. Um, and like yeah, accessible game. Yeah. It really is, and like you can just sit back and chill and chuck your balls at random things, and it doesn't really. You don't need to battle them. Like I said, I got a random. I don't know what it was, but it was a really high level one, and uh, like ten, eleven, so levels higher. And I was like, okay, now I can battle really tough ones if I want because I've got this one guy who's who's much higher. So it's. Uh, mm. It is accessible. You can avoid battles if you want, except if you want. I think you have to. You always have to battle the alpha ones, don't you? Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Um, it's a really good example for me of a game that started as an idea of the like how the game is going to be played, and then kind of built the like the environment and the world around it. Because like the the throwing your balls everywhere, like the the sort of more advanced Pokemon battles as well,
0: mm.
2: uh, and the story. Those three things are all absolutely solid. Uh, and I think the fact that they are so good and so enjoyable kind of makes up for the fact that, yeah it in some places it does look a bit like a ps two game.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, there's one thing that is worse than the graphics in that game. It's the menus. Hmm.
0: Uh, the yeah. menus which menus which are the six seven perfect. eight
1: <laughs> well there are so many different menus i lost mm. how to save my game when i started yeah playing you're literally like how I do i say <laughs> you press down to save the game at the very beginning and then that becomes your pokedex button and i was like well, yeah. where's the save game gone? Yeah. Mm. and like just knowing is it in the map menu is it in this one is it in that one like just put them all in one with
2: different tabs it'll be so much easier it's funny. very clearly their first attempt at a game like this i think yeah. it's yeah because it's, cause it's a lot the of massive map. life improvements yeah you've got inventory
0: because the save file is next to the inventory one but then there's the pokedex and there's also the map button as well but i think that's also on there and then you press minus for something what, what's the minus button for that's minus the is the map. map minus is up the map. Is, up is
2: up his items pokemon save screen and wi-fi stuff yeah, um, and then down is the Pokédex. Apart from at the start of the game, where down is safe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and also, crafting seems like quite a big deal. But to do that, you have to go into your inventory and then select your crafting pack and then craft mm. that way, as opposed yeah. to just being a crafting menu. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's, yeah
1: that's already um, infuriating me after like an hour. Just get. Decide. I mean,
0: I didn't use anything other than Pokéballs and Pokéballs revives and potions. They're the only thing, the only three things that you need. Um, yeah, and then right. there are the other stuff like the stones and whatever to evolve Pokemon you can just do it in the in the village um, yeah. oh Hex says yeah you can catch alphas without battling it's just harder okay yeah I know I didn't do any of those um, but there are a, there are a few things I, I will say the one thing I absolutely love and I hope they're going to use this in future but I know they're not going to because they never really do I love that the battles are kind of in real time you don't go off to a random arena it doesn't like go and have a weird menu screen and then it's constantly just two things attacking and moving near them you're actually like you'll battle and all of a sudden your Pokemon will jump out of its ball and then you'll start attacking and you'll control it while you're able to freely just walk around the battle and stuff um, which I think is really really cool and you you can actually get hit by the, by the attacks I remember standing in a place where I ended up getting whacked by <laughs> the opponent's Pokemon the mm-hmm. opponent Pokemon's uh, attack it was yeah that kind of just seamless move from walking around seeing a pokemon then battling it then catching it or killing it or whatever knocking it out and then moving on without any different loading screens or any taking you to any kind of arena is really uh is is genius i think i hope it really is it.
2: it really is especially when you compare it to the previous pokemon game that just came out which is the diamond and pearl remakes and they are so like blocky is the word i want to say mm. but like it just it, it, it's it's a chunky game you get moved around a lot some of the transitions into battle don't make sense the camera works a bit weird mm. um, but from the for them to have gone from that to legends arceus in what well, i know they the pokemon company didn't make the remakes themselves but mm. it's just like so different it almost. I finished Arceus, and I was like, "Why did they bother? Like, why did they bother with the remakes last year? <laughs> like, yeah. this game is just to remind of, people? I think yeah.
0: before this one, and seem yeah, like it's, it's, in a Pokemon attack where it's just moving a little bit, and then all of a sudden mm. the other Pokemon like flashes a bit because it got hit. Uh, it's yeah. just such a step up by actually shooting it with mm. the beams or whatever attacks they are. Mm. Yeah. yeah,
2: it's it, it it it's really funny because the the remakes felt like a step back, and this is like so many steps forward. like so many steps forward it's it's phenomenal go 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 and buy it if you haven't already go and buy it but they do pokemon company we want more
0: (laughs) they do have some things that do irritate the shit out of me uh one of them is the destiny i think it's the destiny 2 effect that that happened at launch where in destiny i'm pretty sure it was destiny 2 not destiny 1 yeah it was destiny 2 when it first launched if you wanted to go to a different planet you had to go back to your base. no you had to go to uh orbit and then go to the next place you couldn't just go from planet to planet. and it's the same with this if you ever want to go visit a different area which maybe you're trying to level up some for example you're trying to get to the next rank you want to be just scouting a bunch of easy ones then maybe quickly go to another area and scout some easy ones just to get these easy points no you have to go to the village each time and then you have to report back to the guy it's the nintendo also another animal crossing type thing you know go through all these menus when you could just quite easily where's the quality of life just going from one area to another
2: yeah, it's my biggest, my absolute biggest gripe with the game was the way that it handles sub because it doesn't put it doesn't put them on the map at all. No, uh, the mm. only the only objective you see is the objective for the quest that you have currently selected. So if you want to change to a different quest, you have to go into the menu, which takes mm. like... Well, four or menu. five buttons. But it's, no, it's, which, the, it's the map and it's the, the
0: journal and then the request. Yeah. No, isn't it the map and then you press Y for missions and stuff? Yep. Yeah. And that, So that's not but, even the same... It's not even like a trigger thing, is no. it? It's like you press Y from, but you can only get into those missions, those quests by, yeah via the map tab. Mm. <laughs> it just mm. makes no sense.
2: It makes no sense. And then because they're not on the... The, the map like and having to go into the menu to select the quest you want to follow to then have it put on the map so you know where to go hmm. and it's just like remembering what all the quests are and it, I can yeah ha- that that side of it was a miss for me i can't really say, like, say that i did maybe
0: three side quests during the whole thing because they just give you some xp candy or something crap there's never mm-hmm. anything really useful so i just skip them
2: yeah I I did I tried to do all of them and it got to a point where I was so overwhelmed with the number of them that I had I was I just stopped
1: That's interesting because I've been ticking them off as I go and so now mm. I'm thinking maybe I won't bother with them
0: Oh they don't give you any <laughs> there's no point for a lot of them I mean they might help you progress your rank just kind of because it's like oh I want you to get a completed journal entry of this pokemon and by getting the completed journal entry you're naturally going to get a lot of points but no I I wouldn't really
1: yeah, there's also some some chat in the chat about uh about uh, is it a weasel All two point eight X. weasel yeah and I've already been like oh I'll just buy an, I'll just get another one and he's like this isn't big enough and I'm like okay yeah. and it seems like people are getting quite annoyed
2: by that. <laughs> I haven't completed that quest. So I've I've played the game for oh. 30 hours and I haven't completed that quest because I figured okay. out what it would take and I was like, no, you can't have that.
0: <laughs> Chee- Cheesy I said like, I got what? so annoyed I gave him the alpha. It's like, is that yeah. 2.8 for you?
2: <laughs> this giant <laughs>
1: beast. Such a size queen. <laughs> oh, I know he is. Well, we're going to talk more about Pokémon in a oh, bit. Can, can I just um, do one more thing as well with the Pokémon? Oh,
0: yeah. uh, I played the entire game um, without realizing, well, without realizing without remembering that you can uh, do your crop growing. <laughs> Uh, so there's, a crop, I think, there's i think i did it twice oh there's yeah. like a farm area like stardew-esque where you can grow your own abricorns whatever they're called or whatever you want and and then you can like harvest them so you can make loads of pokeballs yeah i just bought them or got them out in the field i never actually used them
1: mm. i have not received a
2: training on that yet so <laughs> oh, i don't think you do
0: i think you have to go to just explore the town and speak it's to. a side
2: quest it pops up as a side quest at some point i think
0: interesting don't do that. Go farm.
1: I'll keep an eye out for that then. It'll help Top you. Top tip. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, to Ryan, so yeah, we're going to go talk a
1: it. bit more about... There we go. A bit more about Pokemon uh, and its future later on. Uh, but, Ernest, what else have you been playing?
2: The other thing that I'm in an absolute massive deep dive of at the moment is Hollow Knight. So I've played about 20, 24 hours of Hollow Knight in the last week. Wow. I'm obsessed with it. I think it's one of the best games that's ever been made. And I love playing it because... For some reason that I can't work out, I'm actually quite good at it, and that really annoys people. <laughs> so I I beat the first boss on the first try, and then I beat Hornet, which is the second boss, on my second try. Um, and then I beat the Mantis Lords on, like, four tries, and that has really upset people. Like, that has really, really upset people. <laughs>
0: yeah Um, money says yeah get fucked
2: (laughs) (laughs) that was that has been the general reaction of some people in chat uh and then was it's a tricky game but
1: the bosses they have very like readable attacks so once you understand the pattern it's just a case of
2: doing it you're trying to say if you're not if you're
0: intelligent enough you can do it first try is that what you're trying to say ed
2: i didn't say that (laughs) <laughs> no I did <laughs> no, no. It, it, but Ed's right it, the whole game is just patterns and sometimes it's really hard to well, I am I am stuck on a boss at the moment um, but they the, the enemies do signpost what they're going to do and it's just a case of like accepting that you're going to die because you're going to die um, and just like trying to pay attention and listen or watch for what the enemy's going to do because they always tell you um, but just like approaching it as if it's a learning experience is the best way to do it um, and coming out of Metroid Dread Metroid Dread is the hardest game I've ever played honestly I had to get chat to tell me how to beat the final boss because I just couldn't do it but Hollow Knight is just In yeah, you beat the I final boss it.
0: though that's impressive I fell off it after about 30 minutes it wasn't for me 30 seconds more like 30 you, minutes how dare you
2: in fact Ed I, I, I think it was you that told me how to beat the final boss was he back I would seat never backseat <laughs> it was invited it was invited
0: that makes a change I remember playing yeah. Final Fantasy 7 with him in the chat bloody hell you're using the <laughs> wrong materia. All right. <laughs> oh, I think it was more like, why aren't you using materia? <laughs> I think it was more like that because I was. Well, wasn't.
1: it's all empty. It's like, well, you might as well make an effort. <laughs> oh. um, we were chatting a little bit though before this, Erinus, mm-hmm. and you said that you are aiming for, because there are multiple endings to Hollow Knight, yeah. and you're aiming yeah. for the most difficult one, which is the second in most difficult one. Yeah. Is, but it is, is. is impressive. But also to yeah. do that on stream with an audience mm. is brave.
2: Yeah. I, I I've like even though this is my first time playing Hollow Knight this far, the first time I tried to play it, it took me six hours to get to Hornet, and then I rage quit. Um, but but since then I've played Metroid Dread, I've played like loads of Dark Souls and Demon Souls. So it's just like compared to those, it's not as hard. Um sure. and yeah, I, I'm going for the, the the like perfect true ending. Um I've seen it like I've seen other people do playthroughs of it, I've seen Speed runs of it and I'm like yeah I can do that but but, but it's just like knowing like accepting that you're going to die I know I've said it already but just like accepting that you are going to die and have to restart just makes the game so much easier because you will it's it's in the design of the game and the game doesn't punish you for dying you just have to kill your shadow and then you get your money back and that's the only punishment true so it's um yeah I think it's doable ask me again in two weeks time <laughs> yeah we'll come back to this and see how you feel yeah yeah <laughs>
0: Money says, I die in absolutely fucking every game. Death is me. I am death and I'm still not excited about it. I don't know why you're playing Hollow Knight, Money. It's a difficult game. I thought you'd be yeah. play something nice like, you know, I Celeste. Know, Kirby. Celeste. <laughs> like she's played. She's finished Celeste.
1: Exactly, yeah. Exactly. If you can beat
2: Celeste, you can beat Hollow Knight, Money.
0: See, I Absolutely. played. I've mentioned this before, but I played Hollow Knight straight after Celeste, and I was like, "Nope, not for me." Like, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't particularly enjoy it. I think it's because there's, I prefer a puzzle more than a mm. combat game, and Hollow Knight, uh, like that's all Celeste is really. It's a, it's a puzzle game. Yeah,
2: yeah. Pu- Celeste is like a puzzle jumping game, isn't it? Whereas Hollow Knight is, it, it's a 2D Dark Souls game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like it is. Yeah. Like is that had I a baby really with love,
1: Metroid. I yeah. love Hollow Knight i <coughs> oh. love hollow knight and fell off celeste i was i just mm. was so irritated by
0: it yeah <laughs> mm. yeah all right well shall we talk about what's been splitting the news is that right it was split, uh, let's go with that sure um <laughs> let's splitting I can't, I can't splitting the headlines, headlines. Splitting <laughs> split the headlines there we go
1: um it's been a busy week for the news so let's race through these um the biggest news this week is that Sony have bought Bungie <gasps> for $3.6 billion, uh, Bungie being the developer of Destiny and the original developer of Halo. So it's sort of quite amusing that they used to be owned by uh, by Microsoft. Then Bungie were bought by Activision. Now they've been bought by Sony. And now Microsoft have bought Activision. So it's all just very incestuous, basically.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, acquisition. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I exactly. I freaking love Destiny, you know that. And there's the new expansion coming out later this month, which I I'm really looking forward to playing. In fact, I'm kind of holding off playing Destiny until that comes out because there's no point in really grinding for levels right now when the level cap's going to increase just naturally in a few uh, in a few weeks. I might have a look if there's any missions, you know, to get some like, exotics that might be going. But yeah, and I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Apparently, they've invested was it like 1.3 billion or something? They used 1.3 billion to re. In retentions to keep people, but people have worked wow, out something like that. that there's only one thousand one hundred employees. So if they were to spread it out evenly, which they won't, but if they were, every, like every employee could, every employee could get over a million dollars. But they like it's obviously going to go to some of the executives, those people at the yes. top. But also but like sectors sp- and shareholders, but yeah. spread out over you know ten years. You know if you're with us in ten years, you'll have got this extra big bonus or whatever. Which, I mean. I would love to be working for Bungie right now. If that's uh, if that's happening, yeah, Mm. I'll be like, yeah, I'll work there for ten years if it's a you know good place to work. (laughs) The people that work there seem to, uh, yeah. Actually, no. I did. You uh, read a couple of things about people working at Bungie. Bungie's
2: had a troubled past with Crunch. They're in a much better place now. uh, But they were not under Activision. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: they were previously owned by Activision. Mm. (laughs) Um, So I know, but yeah, Bungie has a really sort of difficult relationship with acquisition in general, because they yeah. don't they don't tend to stay under anyone for, for very long, but the, the sorts of service that they make needs a lot of money pumped into it. Mm. So they, they really need the overhead, but they just haven't really got on with anyone well enough for long enough. Yeah, that's
1: the it's interesting weird. thing with this particular acquisition is that they've been very, very clear about the messaging, mm. Um, mm. about remaining multi-platform and independent. Now, multi-platform doesn't necessarily mean every platform, I'm sure no. Destiny will remain on Xbox for a while, but the new games that Bungie are going to be making yeah. surely are going to be, if not PlayStation exclusive, they'll be on PC, which Sony is doing a lot of now. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't think we're going to be seeing future games on Xbox, at least. Um, Horizon.
0: Zero Dawn's on PC. Well, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but in terms of what they're going to be working on next, um, there's obviously a lot of speculation. Um, PlayStation have said Um, in their latest earnings call that they are looking to launch 10 live service games before March 2026. Um, Now, one of those is going to be a new game from Bungie. Um, It's codenamed Matter. We don't know too much about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And the other one is probably going to be Naughty Dog's Last of Us multiplayer game. Uh, which was a spin-off and has become its own thing. And there's been a lot of of speculation about the others. Um, So UK developer Fire Sprite are working on a Twisted Metal game, which is the car battling game. So there's thought that that could be an online live service game. Um, Guerrilla, who make Horizon Zero Dawn, apparently are working on a multiplayer version. Mm. So that could be fun um and then there's a new deviation games that are set up by former call of duty people so they could be working on something there's also sony's london studio that have said that they're making an online game um so we kind of can speculate on some of those um but it's clear that sony are really pushing into live service and online and that's something that they don't have at the moment they're really famous for their third person story games and it seems like now they're really pushing into multiplayer and live service and Bungie can provide a lot of the infrastructure for that. So in that sense, it's not just about buying Destiny, it's about all of those other bits and pieces that come with it.
2: Yeah. And and, and the talent as well. Because I think it's mm. it's undeniable that Destiny 2 is one of those games that everyone is now trying to emulate. Like they just got everything right in terms of gameplay. Um I mean, I mean, I know every time there's an expansion or a patch, it goes out the window, but that's every, every life service game ever, really. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it it. it makes a lot of sense to want to own Bungie (laughs) Um, just for the expertise that they can bring in that sort of thing. Yeah
1: and the flip side of this as well obviously Sony are providing a hell of a lot of money for them to make all the games and and put into this free-to-play Destiny Um, but also Bungie have already said that they want to push out and become you know and sort of push Destiny into new areas and a lot of that is probably going to be TV and video and and TV and, and movies. So you know with sony, sony pictures range. and everything yeah. sony are obviously moving into uncharted um with the film and everything like that so we could well see destiny tv and films coming up as well
2: yeah if you're if you're getting bought by sony you're getting bought not by a games company which is really what xbox do but you're getting bought by like a multimedia empire yeah and that that does pave the way into so many things i mean we've got had how many spider-man films um we've had uh, we've got the, like you say, the Uncharted on the way as well. So it is, if if they don't make films for and TV series for Destiny, just based on how rich the lore is, I would be very surprised. Very surprised. Yes, very much.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, but there was another big acquisition this week, which was Wordle hmm. oh, by the New God. York Times.
0: I can love Wordle. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i've never touched it it's one of the i've muted it on twitter because i just like i, I I'm, I'm dyslexic like i just can't do this like i can't it's never never on the cards for me
1: <laughs> i love it the yeah thing is, it was it was bought for a seven figure sum which mm. for one guy to have just he basically made it for his wife for free mm. and now he's made a seven figure sum out of it
0: good for him and it's like so good. and people yeah. have said like you know if, if it then goes behind a paywall and stuff and you can't play it's like okay we had a fun it was fun it was free for a while you know yeah it sucks that it sucks that it would might be you know behind a paywall or you need a new york Times subscription but you know what i enjoyed it for a bit and to be honest even if it had stayed free i think it would have died down in a while so yeah he's done a very good job i think doing that and selling it mm. but it's so good because yeah, like, i so. did a java course um a couple of years ago and it was like what he did with Wordle, I'm sure that I could have done that by the end of the course. <laughs> like you, if with a little bit of kind of studying a bit more, that what he's done is so simple, but it's just so clever how it's done. It's, uh yeah. I
1: think the clever part of it is the sharing on social to share yeah. the blocks of what you've done, but not actually showing yeah, the that's work so the full working out. I think that ultimately is the cleverest thing because it's made it viral.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's it's like the Fall Guys clip of like mobile games isn't it really yeah. it's like here's here's something that you kind of know what it is and it's it's advertising it without really telling you what it does
0: yeah. It's genius. yeah
1: yeah um there's lots of sales figures out this week um the ps5 has now sold 17.3 million um which is a, a decent enough number um but the PS4 at its equivalent time, it actually sold more. So the Mm. PS5 was the fastest selling PlayStation console, um, but it's now lagging a little bit behind where the PS4 was. And ultimately that's not because of demand. It's because of the chip shortage. Mm. Um, So if they can actually make more, then they'd be selling more. Um, But it just shows how popular the PS5 is. Um, And the Switch um, has now sold 103.54 million units worldwide, um, which means it's uh, it's outsold the Wii, and that makes it the biggest Nintendo home console. Um, mm-hmm. The portables have still sold more. Um, but yeah, it's absolutely huge. Um, and I think someone in chat said it earlier, like Pokemon Arceus is um, is, the, is the second fastest-selling game in Japan on Switch
2: after Animal Crossing. Worldwide um, now, after Animal Crossing. It, yeah. I think it's crossed like 1.4 million sales in the first week. Like, it's absurd. Yeah. Like, it's huge so Nintendo are doing very well.
0: Now if they, mm-hmm. just if you could see it's why short. people love Arceus and kind of imitate it or copy it or use some of the things that people love in future games, it would be wonderful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um Will a game be. for Ben that was showcased yesterday was Gran Turismo 7. <gasps> it looks as beautiful as it is dull.
0: It's gorgeous. <laughs> it is so it's I mean, got it's...
1: shiny cars and <laughs> spreadsheets for menus.
0: It's... I have zero interest in it. Yeah, it's I mean, GT, Gran Turismo for me is like what Metroid Dread is for you. You know, it's it's just not for me, but that isn't for you. I No, it looked stunning. And I looked at some of the comments on the... Because they uploaded it then to YouTube. And I was like, this looks amazing. And then I looked at the uh, football manager for cars. Get in the bin. Uh, <laughs> but now I watched... Uh, I'm geary about the boredom. Okay. Gays don't like car games, apparently. Uh, but nope. I was... <laughs> no, I just... I watched... I was looking at the comments and literally all the comments were just like, oh my God, this is the game of my dreams. Like being able to predict the weather based on like looking at the sky and seeing the clouds coming in and stuff like just, and and it based on real life simulations, then you've got the music modes. It just looks stunning. And it looks like the Mount, it's a real driving simulator. You want to drive a car and you want to know exactly how it feels, how it controls and stuff. This is the game that's going to do it.
1: You can't deny the effort and the detail that goes into it. Is it worth it for me? No. Throw a banana and a turtle shell in there, and then we'll talk. But <laughs> I'm I'm not interested in driving a shiny car. No.
0: I can't if drive it,
2: normal it... cars well enough. I don't want to try. <laughs> I don't want to try with a virtual one.
0: But when it comes to yeah, when it comes to kind of driving simulators, this is the number one. It's the you know the flight simulator, but driving style. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Um, there's another PlayStation showcase. Uh, for a game that I think is far more interesting which is this evening and that's Ghostwire Tokyo um, which is this new horror game um, from Tango Gameworks Um, so that is this evening I know it's at 10pm UK time uh, which I believe is 2pm PT Um, but I think that looks super super cool and there'll be more information on that this evening Um, and it has a release date of 25th of March so that's another game for next month it's a horror it is a horror game interesting. but it looks like a sort of japanese urban um urban myth mm. horror kind of vibe which i'm really down for
0: yeah that sounds interesting so 25th of um, march what's that after Is that after all of them
1: that is after elden ring okay oh wait no cause, sorry that's february anyway um grand trism is the start of the month and a month and that's the end of the month okay right. um another quick game that was announced which i think was super oh, just cool
0: breaking news um, breaking news trending on twitter um 60 fps <sighs> great <laughs> it literally is trending um, right now in the well done well done <laughs> slow clap oh
1: yeah slow clap slow clap. um oh god there is going to be a new game from the shovel knight developer uh, I have seen is, this. This which looks is amazing. Up on Kickstarter, called mm. Mina the Hollower, which is basically Links Awakening meets Castlevania on the Game Boy, and I mm-hmm. am so down for this. Yeah, um, it looks super super cool. Um, and it's uh, yeah, it's up on up on Kickstarter. Um, Yacht Club Games they've done a great great job with Shovel Knight of sort of replicating that retro vibe. Um, mm. And yeah, this is this is a mouse character with a whip going through sort of Zelda style dungeons and a gothic kind of world. It looks super cute. I thought that might be your thing, Aranus.
2: Yeah, it looks like someone has built Castlevania in the Oracle of Ages slash Oracle of Seasons mm-hmm. engine, and it even has the Game Boy Color sound card for yeah. the music. I, I hovered over the back button on the Kickstarter when I saw it yesterday for quite a long time <laughs> um, before before I did it. Um, but yeah, it's I think it's like twenty dollars um for the yeah. game on launch and i'm like i can't not buy this <laughs> like even though i'm buying a game next christmas christmas 2023 like yeah. it's just it, yeah, does it look looks great.
1: incredible mm. um and then two quick stories um on the most depressing thing which is nfts oh yeah um so team 17 <sighs> earlier this week launched worms <laughs> nfts as in mm. based on the video game worms not just you know earthworms um and uh, they had such a backlash that they've actually done a U-turn and decided not to sell them yeah. because people just hate them so much. Yeah. Um, backlashes and, work. Do it. Yeah. I mean, Team17 are a publisher. They have various developers underneath. And all of those developers all just came back to say, what the hell are you doing? We don't yeah. agree with this. We don't want to work with you anymore. Yeah. Um, it's clearly one, one of these things where it's people at the top making decisions, terrible decisions, um, and people just really unhappy about it. So thankfully, they've done a U-turn. Um, and another U-turn is by EA. So at the end of last year, the head of EA was saying, um, we think that NFTs are the future. And then in their earnings call, um, they basically went back on that and were like, oh yeah, we're sort of not really looking at that anymore. So again, there's been such a backlash
2: to it that they have pretty much stopped.
0: Heck says, bullying so works. It does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think my favorite tweet that I've seen about Just NFTs in general is that somewhere there's an executive in a gaming company that thinks the NFTs that he launches won't be the ones everyone hates. Yeah, (laughs) it's yeah, everyone's gonna try. But yeah, like the
0: people that like it, it's like a cult. Like they get really cult. It's a bit like like the turf cult because you'll see these people from the cults. There'll be one. There'll be one comment saying, "No, actually, NFTs are great," and that'll have like sixty likes compared to the other like seven or six. I swear, it's it's one of those. It's like the turf cult. Where they've just got loads of loads of accounts per person just liking and and because I honestly I don't understand people who think NFTs are good. I had a because you can get NFT Twitter profiles on Twitter and I've clicked on uh, (laughs) NFTs. (laughs) Nice fucking tits. I always (laughs) treat it as no fucking thanks. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But you can click on them and you can see like how much and it was like, oh, this thing is worth three, cerulean or whatever it's called. And I was like, I wonder what that is. And I clicked on it and it's like. A million and a half dollars, like one and a half million dollars, just for a, a weird, ugly picture of a, of a monkey.
2: It's just, it's just Avon ladies for stupid rich people. Like that's yeah. all, that's all NFTs are. And I, they all think they're so smart. Like they think they are so smart. And if bullying them wasn't so much fun, it yeah. would be so horrifying.
0: Every single time people just copy, like save picture as, and then just reply to them as that.
1: Yeah. Oh. i mean there was another nft story i I wasn't necessarily going to bring up but um there's there's an nft company or platform that are selling music nfts where they've literally scrubbed spotify and now they're selling music as an nft how the hell they think they can do that legally Mm. i do not know between composers and, and songwriters and performers and publishers like how do you think that you can get around all of that to sell something yeah. as an NFT. That's
0: a, lot, music? a lot of the pictures have been stolen from like DeviantArt as well. Mm, and I, yeah. I also didn't get how people were like, oh, you can get NFTs so that you can have like, is it an audio book or you can have characters in video games played by somebody because you've got their NFT. And I'm like, that's not oh, this how science um, works. Is this the Troy Baker yeah. one? I was like, this is the Troy
2: great. Baker one, so yeah. That, that's, wait, wait.
0: Yeah, I've got the NFT well, for um, Ashley Birch. So now I can play Uncharted and have Ashley Birch uh, in Nathan Drake. I'm like, no, that's not how things work. You know, That's not how the world... Yeah, just no.
1: Also, it's not the Troy Baker thing anymore because he also decided, yeah. do you know He's... what? I'm not going to do yeah. this anymore. <laughs> so yeah. the bullying
2: worked once again. Yeah, I find it really funny that they've done the, the Scrub Spotify thing because the easiest way to get your like vague copyright scam shut down is mm. to annoy the music industry because they literally write the law yeah so give it give it two or three years now that they've done this and it will be uh nfts are a violation mm. of dmca law and then that's it it's done it's over it's, but they, yeah. they will just update the dmca to cover it because they've they can't you can't steal from the music industry they are very very well protected <laughs> against it like yes.
0: yeah they, uh, yeah i mean like there was as mr whipple says in there i'm it the people who have these NFTs remind me of people who like buy a square yard of the moon. Like, yeah, yeah. I've got a certificate that says I've got I own this uh, one meter by one meter square space on the moon, but it means fuck all.
2: Yeah, and then the company buckles, and then you don't own that anymore because you never did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, Ed used to work for the uh, music industry as well. You know how strict they can be. I did. Did you ever I do did. that? Do you ever call people up and be like, Hey, you?
1: Thankfully, no, because oh. I hate cold calling people. Okay, good.
0: <laughs> All right. Anyway, that else? was the headlines. Was that the headlines? woo boom, boom. Okay, what's been splitting opinions?
1: Well, we've already touched on it with Pokemon Arceus, and I'm going to continue
2: to call it Arceus, not Arceus.
0: Yeah, I know Erinus has um, somehow changed as well. Like, I, I noticed halfway through talking about Pokemon, Erinus started calling it Arceus.
2: I'm just so impressionable it's Ed's fault. <laughs> I <laughs> can't. I can't, I'm sorry, I have no defense.
0: Very impressionable.
1: <laughs> um, so we thought that having played the game, we would talk about what is the future of Pokemon? What's coming next? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess the first question then is, what can Nintendo learn or Game Freak learn from Arceus? What gameplay elements of their, uh, are there in the game that we think might transition into the future?
0: I just hope that they go for like an interesting story and it's not just the same... Mm-hmm. Oh, get your starter Pokemon. Go to the next city. Go to the gym. Oh, well, no, sorry. You fight somebody on the way to the to the next city. Then you go to the city. The gym leader's not there. You go and find them. Sort it out. Then you battle them at the gym. Then you go on to the next city yeah. and you find somebody on the way there. And then when you get to the city, oh, the gym leader's got a problem. So, out that problem? Fight the gym leader, and then on to you just oh, I'm so fucking bored of that. I literally yeah. last about three gyms if I'm really paying... Like, if I'm forcing mm. myself, I'll last about three gyms. But I'm just so fed up of that.
2: I I think of all the things that Arceus, Arceus, whatever you want to call it, does well, um, I think the story is the the true triumph of the game. Because Pokemon stories, like, peaked in Generation 5 Black and White. They had really rich stories with a really deep lore and a lot of like really like heavy conversations about like truth and ideal and all those sorts of things. And like really like dived into philosophy. It was like the, the first step. And then Black and White did really poorly um, commercially in comparison to the rest of the franchise. So they were like, oh, no one wants this. And since then it, the story has just been, you're a gym trainer. Now now you're now you're in, gonna go against the Elite Four and, and now you're the champion, the end. And that's been Pokemon for the last like five years. And it's depressing. Um, But Arceus' story is, its the story is amazing. The characters in the story as well are are, are like really fleshed out and real. Um, So I I really hope that they see that people have enjoyed this and go, people want good story. This isn't just a game to launch a load of new monster designs so that we can sell merch. (laughs) (laughs) Like, which is what it has felt like since Pokemon X and Y, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like they make more money yeah. out of the trading cards and the merch and all of that than they do the mm. actual games as much as they sell very well. Yeah. And it would be nice if they actually kind of injected some of that cash back into, oh, them, into the series and, mm. you know, experimented a bit and maybe had better graphics and, you know, pushed the world a little bit more than they are. It seems a little bit like most Pokemon games are very safe because they know that they're gonna sell. They don't have to make as much of an effort. Mm. But with this, it does seem like they have experimented a little more. But I think it will be interesting to see well, does this become its own legends spin-off series yeah. that sticks with that kind of gameplay? Or is some of this gonna seep back into the main series?
2: This is um, this is something that I thought about a lot since I since I finished last night. I, I was up I was up for like two hours because ADHD <laughs> just thinking about Pokemon. Um, but also, I've, like, as I was playing it over the, over the week as well, um, they, they've very obviously signposted in the game what the next game is going to be. Um, and it's, it, it's something... I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, um, but if you've been playing Pokemon since the start um, and you, you've you got a, a good like working knowledge of the... God, working knowledge, I sound so corporate, but like, if you've got a good <laughs> understanding of Pokemon like lore uh, and Pokemon characters there are an infinite number of references to one particular place um, so in the game. That, yeah. If you, if you, but if you haven't played all of the games well enough, you would probably miss them. Uh, but I've been talking to a lot of my friends uh, that I've been friends with since I was like three or four that I talked to Pokemon about and not much else. <laughs> um, and we were talking about it. And I was like, Oh, so you, th- this person is this person, right? And it's like, yeah, I'm like, this person is this person's ancestor and all that kind of stuff so it's very much the like conspiracy theory board at the moment but there, there are definite hints about where the settings of the, the future games are going to be interesting um, somewhere with good. i graphics. really want to see them that's good graphics no <laughs> it's just never gonna happen
0: uh it does it it does feel like it's been built on a shoestring budget like there's hmm. um it you uh, without i'm not wanting to spoil anything but like you can you can travel a bit faster in future uh like later on in the game and the amount of things that just you know certain things will pop in like a pokemon will pop in like literal mountains were popping in yeah. uh like i'll be i was going to an area and i was getting quite close and all of a sudden oh there's a there's a mountain there which wasn't there a few minutes ago that wasn't there a few seconds ago um like that kind of stuff, and you can see like the copy pasted terrain, especially on the water. If you see like a large body of water, it's so obvious that it's just kind of the same tile, yeah. you kind know, of all the way over it. It just yeah. like they make so much money. Like how how can it look like that when? Well, I mean, they make so much money, and their executives probably keep it all. But it's just yeah,
2: Pokemon is a very risk averse company, and I mm. I think that's it's really important to remember that when when looking at the Pokemon games because they did not believe in the 3DS um, on and they delayed making a game for it for years. They didn't believe in the Switch when that was announced. They didn't want to make games for it. They were still making 3DS Pokemon games when the Switch came out. Mm. Um, and they just don't like to take risks because they are an enormous company. I think Pokemon is, it's either the biggest franchise in the world or it's top three. like In, yeah. in, in, in terms of like revenue and just like, mountains of money that they have Mm. Uh, and they've kind of gotten there by following the same formula for 25 years so it's really difficult it's surprising how different this game is yeah considering they've been they've been getting gradually safer and safer and safer with their games for the last five years
0: i wonder if that's Um, why they released the updated, you know the brilliant diamond stuff they were like oh don't mm. worry we're doing normal ones as well you know this is just uh you know if you didn't like if you don't like Arceus, you don't like legends it's fine because you've still got this one and we'll go back to the normal I,
2: I think that's probably part of it. Yeah. I I have another like conspiracy board theory about those remakes as well, which is that I think that Legends Arceus was robbed of being the Christmas release last year by the pandemic for supply reasons or whatever. Mm. And I think they just pulled a load of assets and gave them to the the company that developed Pokemon Home and said, <laughs> make these remakes. Mm. Like here's everything you need, just make them quickly <laughs> and get them in before Christmas.
0: Top top uh, three franchises. Can you Get, what's your guess?
2: Uh, oh, God. Uh, Harry Potter's got to be up there, surely. No, it's not. Uh, really?
0: Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, it's like 10th or something. Oh. Yeah, 10th. Uh,
1: surely, surely
0: MCU. MCU is not either. It's not even in the... Uh, uh, it's slightly... It's 9th.
2: Yu-Gi-Oh! is up there. I know Yu-Gi-Oh! is up uh, there in terms of revenue.
0: Can't see that. I think it's... Uh, no.
2: And yeah. Perhaps
0: not. Star Wars? Uh Star Wars is the fifth. Okay, we're getting higher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: All knowledge of pop culture out the window. One of them's, right. a, one of them's maybe a, a little bit bizarre, Disney. but pop the other one's content, uh, co- podcast.
0: <laughs> the others you should you should be able to get. Uh
2: Disney. Disney surely has to be.
0: Well, okay, so it's split like actually. Mouse. Mickey Mouse is yeah. the third. Okay. Okay. Fourth is Winnie the Pooh. Oh,
2: wow.
0: Yeah. And the second. Because you've guessed, Pokemon is the first. Um, oh, yeah, The second is Hello Kitty. Oh, of of course. course it's Hello Kitty. <laughs> and yeah, Mario. The Mario is the, is the sixth. They're the only, the ones that have 50 billion plus. Uh, mm-hmm. Pokemon, Hello Kitty, Mickey Mouse and Friends, Winnie the Pooh, Star Wars and Mario. And then Disney Princess. And Anpan Man, whatever that is. Which wow, is more than, I... Pan Man is, mm. has got a bigger revenue than Marvel Cinematic Universe. Every day's a
2: school day. I, would, I wouldn't have put Pokemon above Disney. That is... Or like yeah. Mickey Mouse. That is yeah. surprising.
0: Oh, yeah. Disney... Uh, yeah, Mickey Mouse is $82.9 and Pokemon's $109 billion. It's the only one more than wow. $100 billion.
2: Wow. So, yeah, Pokemon Company is worth a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. But the majority... Um,
0: you're interesting. Yeah, interesting. The licensed merchandise is 82 yeah. of that 109 yeah. Video games, the, the 24 That
2: mm, The, the mm. games are they're a drop in the ocean compared to the merchandise and the franchising. And that's why Mm. the games have become just a platform to launch new merchandise. Yeah. Because that's the business model of the Pokemon company. And people don't often know that.
1: Yeah. I think in terms of those games as well, there is more competition coming from other developers. Um, Temtem is already out, but that's coming out on PS5 this year. Um, There's Pal World. Which how's he shooting them? That's bizarre. Yeah, yeah, and putting them in factories, which is weird. Um, Mm. There's Doka B, which is the Korean one, which looks really cool. um, Which seems to be giving you, or all three of these seem to be giving you more of that open world, real time kind of vibe that I think a lot Mm. of people really want from Pokemon. And maybe people will start to drift off to these other games. I mean, not hugely because Pokemon's Pokemon, but you know, if if those games end up being successful is there a chance that it could actually put a bit of pressure on Pokemon to to do more and to Mm.
0: experiment more? I think the one... Sorry, sorry, go on. No, 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 go on. Yeah. The the one,
2: like, big Pokemon-inspired game coming in the next couple of months is Coromon, which is an indie-developed game, which is basically... The the idea behind it is, let's make Pokemon, but hard. So that's... I I think if the Pokemon company aren't careful and they only try and cater to three- to seven-year-olds, they are going to slowly drain the 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 fan base into these other things that are making the more specialized things um more specialized games
0: and i think streamers love to stand out as well so like when the it's like when temtem came out uh when was another one similar to it came out it was really popular for like a few days of stuff but if they release like a really big fleshed out game um Mm. like something like this that you're talking about you know, streamers are just going to be on it, and that's yeah. one thing that will be will make it pop, make it really popular. I don't know if it'll um, you know overtake Pokemon. I don't think anything will, but it's going to definitely take a big hit or cause a big yeah. hit to it.
1: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned uh, difficulty. There, do we think that you know our Pokemon games going to get more difficult, or are they going to maybe split the series off into the main series is what it is, and maybe they continue Legends as a a more mature, difficult spin-off? Mm-hmm. Um, or do we think it's just going to stay as it always has?
2: I, I do think that we're gonna. I think Legends is here to stay, just based on sales numbers in the first week. Um, it's it's been received incredibly well, like in sales and by critics as well. Yeah,
0: it got really good critics actually. Uh, mm. um,
2: so I, it wouldn't surprise me if they keep making Legend style games where they explore like the origins of the regions and they tell. Like they 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 have so many just like one sentence Pokedex entries that could make an entire game when it comes to <laughs> the legendary Pokemon. Yeah. So I think that Legends is here to stay. And I think in the, the the naming convention of um of Pokemon games, in Japanese, Pokemon Legends is considered a main series Pokemon game. So it's the first time that they've made oh. one of these, not the the dual version games that is considered to be a main series game. Oh, so it's kind cool. of the first inkling. Um, that they're looking at something new, and it's not difficult to see how they got here. Because if you look at the DLC for Sword and Shield, uh, the Crown Tundra is mm-hmm. Pokemon Legends. The way that plays, it's one continuous area. Yeah. Um, the po- every all the Pokemon are running around. There's a there's a narrative to follow. There's like exploration. There's all of these all of the things uh, that are in Legends. You can clearly see the ideas that have been built on from uh, the from the Crown Tundra. Um, so it, it's, although it's such a departure that the pieces that they were taking the steps there are in view. Um, so I think they've wanted to do this or certainly someone in the Pokemon company wants them to be doing this. Mm. Um, and while I don't think we'll ever get rid of the here's two versions, off you go. Yeah. I, I think that I can see a world where they kind of alternate um, in sort of either a remake of a previous region or a new region, a new generation and then a Legends game um because pokemon have stepped away from yearly they i mean they used to do yearly releases like everyone else but they, they stepped away from here's a main series game now here's another main series game
0: i wonder yeah. if we'll get um, any dlc for arceus
2: i think we will i think definitely they'll add new pokemon uh definitely new legendaries new zones the fact um, yeah the fact
0: that each place is a bit like in um monster hunter where you yeah. you load into a separate zone a large zone i bet they just need to add another zone there and sell it and they'll, they'll get a fair few yeah. just like they do in monster hunter
2: and there's there's like areas from the original Sinnoh that aren't included in the in the zones in in Legends. So I think well I think it's I can't remember the name of the cave now. Fake Pokemon fan. Uh, Iron <laughs> Island I think it's called from Diamond and Pearl is quite a significant area. Okay. Um, so I wouldn't surprise me if stuff like that comes back in as DLC.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, it's wide open for it. They can do whatever. They could send us to another region in DLC if if they wanted to. It's just they've made a really good base game and. I'm kind of happy for them to copy paste this um, into new, just with a new lick of paint every now and then.
0: I gotta say, like when I saw, I saw credits, finished it, and then they were like, here's six missions that you can do. Main story missions. I'm like, okay, so there's so much more to this as well. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing some post game as well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The post game, I haven't played any of it yet, no, um, but it is supposed to, be, from what I've heard, it's really good. Yeah. Really, really, really good.
0: And I think if you've played, Let's go, or um, the DP remakes. Uh, then you get some extra things as well.
2: Yeah, you get some extra missions there too. Yeah. yeah. If you have save data on your on your Switch,
0: which is so weird, and then we'll I have to download the save data to activate it because because <laughs> I've not played it because it's on my OLED and I've not played. Oh, let's go on. Uh, you
2: you probably will need to download the save data. Yeah. Yeah, you'll need to check. It checks the actual internal memory for it. I don't think it's smart enough to Mm -hmm. check the cloud.
0: Yeah, I suppose I can do that. (laughs) I don't think you can because it doesn't save... Yeah, that's another thing as well. Because I finished finished it on my day one Switch. um, And then I was like, okay, I'll just upload it to the cloud. And then I'll download it on my OLED so I can carry on playing it handheld. Because I'm going to play it in bed and stuff. And no, it's not available. So I had to go and do the manual save luckily there's that manual save transfer thing and it was really easy um but Mm. it's just like come on
1: (laughs) yeah um ben you were going to ask about nuzlocks
0: yeah i was thinking what how would you go around it with a nuzlock how would you play arceus with a nuzlock
2: so i've been thinking about this a lot because i think i think it can be done i think there's a lot of because like the core rules of a nuzlock are really just add restrictions to make the game harder Mm it's it's always the most fun to do that in the more difficult games um because there are some generations like generation 4 and 5 are the hardest in uslot because they are just brutal if you're not prepared mm. um but a lot of the stuff that i'm thinking about is like only using items that you craft yourself um rather than so not doing any side missions mm. um for that oh, and, and keeping the one pokemon per area but it will just be like per segment of the map and then when you've caught that that's that's, yours. Um, that's Did you your um then pokemon for the route.
0: Would you then catch, have to because you have to level up to get to the next areas, would you catch it and then release or something?
2: Yeah, so anything else that you don't, anything else in that zone that you catch is just catch and release, so Mm -hmm. you get your first one Uh, my favourite method for doing that in Sword and Shield in the wild area was the close your eyes and run method (laughs) Um, I don't know if that'll work in Legends, but um, I'm sure I can work something out Um, and then the other thing is just with the the boss fights that you have to do, Uh, one life if you get knocked out, game over, start again uh, um so oh, like dark souls in. that's
0: brutal that's yeah. is brutal because i died once on nearly everyone
2: <laughs> yeah i only died on the last one um but i, I, I next <laughs> to hollow night felt yeah next to hollow night <laughs> it felt very easy
0: so. the last one i didn't actually die on actually no it was mm. just the one the fire one got me because mm. with loads of areas and it's like Burning ground. I'm like, well, I can't get yeah. over there to safety, so I'm dead.
2: Yeah. It the the boss design of, of those are very I, interesting. Yeah, very I love interesting. That, I love
0: that there are two options, like when you're not spying, don't worry, Ed, but uh, there are two ways you can defeat a boss. Mm. And I like that. Yeah. And I love that yeah. the final boss fight was only really one, wasn't it? That you could do.
2: Yeah, you had to Oh yeah. 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 Ed, 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 I'll... Yeah. yeah.
0: Ed, cover your ears. Take your headphones off. I've, a sec. Got,
2: I've got a lot to it, there's, was,
0: there's... it was a glorified snowball fight. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Which I thought was a bit weird. You good yeah. now? Good. Yeah. Yeah, you can. Um
2: but yeah, <laughs> and then the, the less brutal way of doing the boss thing is just you can only do it once, so you can't restart with the bar that you've taken. You just have to do it all in one go.
0: Uh, yeah, because it's interesting as well. Like when you die in those boss fights, it's like, do you want to continue or do you want to restart the battle? I only, I always clicked restart because I was like, well, I'm not going to learn if not. Um, yeah. But if you continue, do you, did you try any continuing or?
2: Yeah, I did. I did the continuing on the last one. And it does, it, it like, because the bars are broken into quarters. Yeah. So it just starts at the top of the last quarter that you okay. broke into. Yeah. Um, Mm. so it's yeah but again it's the options are there to make it easy or hard which is something that the pokemon company hasn't done since generation five
0: yeah difficulty Um, menus i mean we talk about difficulty menus you know when we talk about accessibility mm. but put difficulty in if it's too easy as well maybe we want a bit of a challenge
2: Mm. yeah definitely and and like the, the the combat in this was a lot more advanced than in other pokemon games because you had the like speed up speed up with a weaker move or slow down with a stronger move which added so much depth to the game because if you if you mess with it too much you didn't do enough damage Mm. or the like the other trainer, or the wild pokemon got two turns and that's so interesting oh my god if you get two
0: turns you you can like lose
2: (laughs) yeah um and it's almost closer to a traditional jrpg like Mm. the closest Mm. game that i compare it to is final Fantasy 10 because Final Fantasy X has that speed mechanic, where if you increase the speed of your party, you go and you can take multiple turns before the enemy gets a turn. Mm. Um, it's got a
1: slight element of bravery default to it as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's they're learning. They're actually learning. Mm. What <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Any other questions? Um, what's well, chat? Yeah. What's Discord?
1: Discord. Um, to see what comments we had there uh mr Millhill says next pokemon will be pokemon hammer and pokemon sickle where we will go to a new area of russia which is not inspired by a real world place we fight the evil team smegma who are trying to seize the means of production of new pokemon (laughs) (laughs) i'm glad you took that seriously thank you mr milhill um kidding kidding aside aside, i think they're going back to old ways without learning anything and making standalone games like legend every once in a while
0: yeah, do you yep. think Legend? Or, I mean, when when Let's Go came out, did they did people go like, "Hey, we really like this. We'd quite like more of these," and then they just didn't.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's they could still. Well, do I, I kind of, I kind of see like Legends and Let's Go on the same scale, where like Let's Go is the super easy version of catch things. The mm-hmm. game is just catching things, and then Legends is like the more advanced version. With the more difficult battling and the the stealth mechanics as well.
0: Also, there's some really cool bits in uh, Legends. I just remembered that really do test your difficulty. The um, the domes, we'll just say. Mm. I yeah. really love that. Mm. I, I, yeah. Mm.
1: Mm. Interesting. Um, Helios says national Pokédex for Gen Nine. They're gonna have to do it.
0: What's the national? disagree? Defense? Disagree. Is that where every? Um,
2: yeah. I, I I don't think that they all need to be in a, in the game to make it good. Um, I'd rather that they fo- do what they've done in Legends, which is focus on really good animations for a smaller number of Pokémon, um, rather than include it and, like, in for- like increase the development time of the game just in case everyone wants to use their fave from one of the twelve hundred Pokémon or however many there are. Yeah, is I, it so I don't think it adds lot. value. That's a lot. Yeah,
0: I mean that's that's <laughs> one that thing. I... Hard to balance as well. Mm. That's one thing I quite I like about this legends is it's like okay there's 240 whatever pokemon and it just feels like that's an achievable amount like i've caught 100 i finished it and i caught 103 105 or something now you know what if i you know add a little bit of a guide maybe or or, you know Mm. i just worked on i can kind of check them off and you know take my time and actually catch them all but if there's like 1200 there's no chance
1: um jiff in the void also mentions better character customization which is something i noticed as well you know Mm. you don't get to create your character at the start it's just you choose a preset of yeah hardly any and it would be Mm. nice if
2: you could have a little bit more creativity there
0: i agree you unlock a little bit later but it's practically nothing
2: yeah it's they they really peaked on the the character customization stuff in x and y and it just hasn't been as good since i think
0: what was in that
1: because i haven't played Um, that one
2: Uh, x and y is the it's the region was based on france so it was like full-blown fashion there were like hundreds of outfits loads of hairstyles like like accessories down to like glasses and and hats and all that kind of stuff but in the more recent games it's just been like here's four different styles and then lots of different colors Mm. whereas x and y was very like here is a massive range of outfits and they haven't really gone that far since
0: yeah and this one you couldn't even at the beginning you couldn't even have you could either have black hair or blonde hair Yeah, like you know, like straw, yellow hair, or black hair, and I'm like, well, I've got neither, but sure.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they've 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 taken a back step on it, and it makes me sad. I I would love to see more customization in future.
1: Mm. Mm. Um, in chat, Hex says, I think Pokemon could use more RPG elements. Period, like response styles. I
0: don't know what that is. Is that like responding (laughs) to things and changing? You know, you can respond in a positive way, or you can be a bitch money says so well,
1: i guess like branching story might be might be quite interesting mm. um i don't know i think that would maybe make it too complicated for the younger fans but that would be quite cool
0: money says mm. also i'm very annoyed that the stupid professor calls me my girl all the time get fucked i'm not your girl
2: yeah we can it's 2022 let's just do away with the enforced pronouns please
0: yeah uh, give the place and personality that would be good all right well that was a very much a Pokemon special a split screen. Thank you so much to Professor Erinus uh, here. I was yeah. what what's Thank that you. plant behind you, Erinus? Oh, I, I dead. <laughs> yeah, pro- <laughs> Professor dead plant because they're all named after trees and plants.
2: Uh, oh God, I don't know, Ben. It's it's my partner's plant, and th- there's there's two there. One is very alive, and one is very not alive.
0: <laughs> Professor cactus. Gossy's so prickly. Uh
2: yeah, let's go with that.
0: Yeah. So, Eridus, sure. where can we find you?
2: Uh, I am on everything as Eridus TV. So uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, there's, that's all the social media I have.
0: <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I love nice the TikToks. Nice. I'm into it now.
2: Cool. And
1: when do you stream?
2: Uh, I stream four days a week, uh, starting from one o'clock on Monday, one, one o'clock UK time, Monday, Tuesday and Thursday, and then two o'clock on Sundays
0: nice and uh you're at the moment playing hollow knight do you have a well do you have a future game lined up
2: i'm starting uh my first nozlocke of the year um on sunday it's going to be pokemon black uh because i want to i want to give some time to think about arceus and then i'm going to go mm. back and do and do some sort of challenge run on that nice. and that's on um, sunday
0: I'm,
2: that's on that's starting on sunday yeah excellent
0: i'm intrigued because i'm not that's the one generation i never played was the black white one so i'm biased
2: but in my opinion it's the best one so.
0: i've heard people say that it's difficult apparently mm-hmm. as well i've heard that too
2: it, it has actual difficulty options oh. so it has the game has an inbuilt hard mode where all the trainers levels are higher and they use a smarter ai mm. um ah. so it's uh but it's it, yeah, i think the i said earlier,
1: to
2: do that uh oh, gen 5 is the only one that did it yeah interesting um, yeah there was also an easy mode um and it, the, whether you did hard or easy mode depended on the version that you bought which was a bit crap but um, yeah they difficulty options um, a really in-depth story as well um, it's, it's beloved but it didn't sell as well um, so they left a, a lot of the improvements behind unfortunately as they moved into Gen 6
0: and Ed where can we find you?
1: uh you can find me at ed underscore nights with an n on twitter and twitch and you can see my writing on Eurogamer.
0: and where when do you stream
1: uh tuesday nights at 7 30 uk time
0: and i heard you were cheating on me on another podcast
1: the other day well there's a Eurogamer newscast there you go go and find that's him on just a, proper, a, 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 a as and when it happens
0: proper podcast <laughs> over there <laughs> and you can After find end. me BiggestBennis on pretty much everything except for Twitter as I am biggest bonus one on there. But yeah, follow me on the TikToks as well because I'm on the TikToks. Uh, I, that's where I'm putting up all my clips now. I'm just going through it. Luckily, I found like the folder with all the old clips. So I'm just, uh, yeah, uploading those as and when I can find them. Anything interesting uh, and some that aren't very interesting. And weirdly, there's one of me saying I've got some heavy balls in Pokemon. I was like, oh, that sounds slightly amusing. I'll put that up on TikTok. And it's hard. I feel like
2: I feel like every LGBT streamer has a clip of them saying, look how heavy my balls are.
0: Yeah. Um, But I literally uploaded that a couple of days ago and it's now on 15,000 views. (laughs) That's uh, amazing. I don't know what happened. I don't know why. (laughs) Because it's (laughs) really quiet and all of a sudden it's just like, oh, there's lots of notifications. What's happened? TikTok likes balls. It does. does. So do I. All right then. So... (laughs) Thank you very much for watching. If you go to splitthescreen.com, you can uh, find the links for all the past episodes if you want to watch them or listen to them. We're on uh, Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you get your podcast. Go and give us a subscribe and make us happy. We want to, oh, at the end of the year, if we see people, if we see this podcast in people's uh, top five podcasts, then uh, Ed will get naked.
1: Absolutely not
0: say you will and they'll, they'll subscribe no that's not going to happen Oh,
1: <laughs> <sighs> well, you will it'll just
2: be unrelated Yeah.
1: when I go for a shower which won't be yeah. on camera sure
2: but you can pretend podcast listeners you can pretend that it's because you listen to this podcast Ed will have
0: a exactly. we'll do a podcast with wash from the shower <laughs> he'll <Ed>. wash <laughs> 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 but it won't be a video one alright then Okay, so you make it sound as if you never shower naked. I don't.
1: Oh, it always wear Speedos. Yeah. You don't, you don't know who might walk in. Exactly.
0: Oh, you don't get your bits out in places where, you know. Ugh, no money. Anyway, uh, so yeah, go to splitscreen.com and you can hear other weird conversations like this that we've recorded before. Mm-hmm. All right, then. So, do you want to do the goodbye thing?
1: Thank you everyone for being here and for listening much appreciated we will see you all next week with another wonderful guest um see you then be there or be be split split Split.
2: bye